Today on Get Vertical Gal Police, we're gonna be looking at Mark 9, 14 through 25. We're in the middle of the Earth Shattering Prayer Series, and Pastor John is gonna to talk to us today about prayer changing me. Now, how often do you find yourself praying for others or about other situations? And in the middle of that, there's a shift where the Lord actually wants to do something in you. A lot of the situations that we face have nothing to do with the outcome of the other person or the other event or the situation we find ourselves in. It actually is more about the Lord, His Word and prayer changing us. Let's listen in. Let's open our Bibles to Mark chapter 9. This is one of the greatest moments of our week to hear God's Word proclaimed. Uh, It's not about the preacher. Say, it's not about the preacher. It's about the Word of God. All right, all right. You guys sound a little bit too enthusiastic about not about the preacher. Let's try to do the whole saying. It's not about the preacher. It's about the Word of God. Here we go. Let's just let's just go. And I want God's Word, and I don't want any you know my opinion or anything like that. So let's fire this thing up. And when they came, verse fourteen. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them. Now, Jesus just came down off the mountain with Peter, James, and John. And uh, he transfigured himself in front of them. He he revealed to them his glory, uh, the reality of who he is. Am I a little loud? It's echoing a little bit. And I also need the time going in the back, please. And so, um, if it's loud and echoing now, just wait till I get fired up, right? So here we go. Uh, Jesus is up on the mountain, Mount Transfiguration with him. And uh, he spends some time up there because he wants to reveal to people who he really is. And I love that scripture. We could have, could have handled that scripture in this prayer ser- uh, sermon, right? And, uh, but what I think is really important uh, for us to understand is that prayer changes me. Now think about it. Week one, we talked about that prayer is important for anyone that calls themselves a Christian. The second one, we went to prayer uh, is calling out to God. Uh, week three, and <laughs> I'm sorry, week four uh, was asking. And we're called to, to ask the Lord for things. Let's not be uh, minimalist in our prayers, but let's be extravagant. Okay, God, I'm just going to ask you for everything. And uh, we pray for small things, large things, and spiritual things. But today, uh, the purpose of prayer is that prayer changes me. And the greatest thing that happens, that will ever happen, as you're praying to the Lord, is it will change you. Uh, I want you to say that. It changes me. me. Yeah, a lot of times we look at other people, and during a sermon, we're like, man, so-and-so needs to hear this sermon. Nope, nope. Who needs to hear the sermon? I do. Wow, you guys are on it today. That coffee, listen, we've been putting light roast coffee so that you guys are more awake, right? Uh, needs to hear me. And I want to change. And, and I want all what you have for me through your word, Lord. And um, prayer changes me. And more than it changes my circumstance, although it does, amen? More than it changes other people, amen, it does. But it changes me. And getting along with the Lord will do nothing but get your heart to a new plane and a new level. Let's change the altitude of our lives. We're so busy um, scooting on the ground that we forget that God wants us to be vertical. 
He wants us to see from his perspective. There's nothing like going up behind Gal Police and, and going up to the cemetery and seeing the town and the river and the bridges, right? It's good. Why? Because I want a new perspective. Sometimes when you're having a rough day in your word and, and you've had a couple rough three or four days in the word, uh, take a drive up there and say, okay, I'm going to have my quiet time up here. It's gorgeous up there and it sets your mind in a different plane. So what we want to go after this morning is that prayer changes me. Jesus comes down off the mountain, and when they came to the disciples, so Jesus left everyone else down. Not everyone followed Jesus up the mountain. Just remember that. And uh, he came down. Uh, They saw a great crowd around them. Now, who was in the crowd? Well, I know that because of the Scripture. There were scribes. Scribes were the elite. They're the ones who taught Pharisees and Sadducees. They're the ones who handled the word. There's scribes, there's Pharisees, there's uh, just normal people, farmers probably, um, uh, just people uh, inquisitive about Jesus, but there's also some people wanting healing. And Jesus just didn't travel around with his 12. Jesus had a host of people following him all the time, and scribes arguing with him. I love this, love this scene. Look at verse 15. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed. And, and look, when Jesus shows up, everything changes. And if you're not gripped in your prayer time, if you're not gripped on Sunday mornings, if you're not gripped in your small group, if you're not gripped by the greatness of God at work, it's because Jesus isn't there. And here's the deal, guys, and that's a call for us to go to the Lord in prayer that I need changed. And that's God's grace saying when life struggle and when anxiety and depression is hitting you most, it's when you need you least. And you need Jesus to show up on scene. Love this. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly, uh, they were greatly amazed. Understatement. A couple weeks ago, I spoke at chapel at the Christian school, and I taught on um, squirrel. I taught on Leviticus 9 on worship. And uh, for the first time in Israel's history, uh, God's presence came down and burned up the sacrifice. And when God's presence came down, all the people could do is get on their knees and, and, and shout because God is awesome. And see, look, the greatness of God moves. And some of you are like, this is weird, seeing a preacher on his, knee, uh, his knees. One of the kids told, your dad was on the ground. And, and my kids were like, yeah. But this should be the normal position of a Christian. And if this is weird to you, it might be weird because you're not used to getting on your knees. A man and a woman's strength is found in prayer. Uh, the, the, The change in a person's life is going to be found in prayer. Let's not be so... Horizontally focused, and immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran to him and greeted him. Look at him running and, and, and wanting to. They needed Jesus. I love it. They, they wanted Jesus. No, no one else would do. No one else would do. Uh, crowds of people go to celebrities, right? Had the chance of going and seeing some good basketball players in Chicago when I lived there. Had a chance in Cleveland to see some good players. It was cool. But I'll be honest with you, I didn't care if I ever got their autograph. That doesn't... Eh. I have YouTube. But the presence of the Lord, that's who I want to be with. 
And the crowd get, gets this. The crowd says, if Jesus isn't in it, there's no point. I love that. They were greatly amazed, ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, what are you arguing with them? And someone from the crowd answered him. I love that. Just someone from the crowd. The whole point of the whole text. Someone from the crowd. The guy that's getting ready to be, life is getting ready to be changed, is just someone. I'll explain why he's just someone in a little bit. Point number one. Um, hey, Blankenship, where's Blankenship at? Is he, where's he at? Uh, point number one. Okay, point number one. When I am at my limit, uh, prayer changes me when I am at my limit. Uh, the father uh, is at his limit. See Josh come running? That was great, wasn't it? Josh told me this morning that I don't always give my points. I'm like, well, that's the point. I don't know. I just was talking. When I am at my limit, prayer changes me when I'm at my limit. Look at this. This father is at his limit. Teacher, uh, I uh, brought my son to you. Now, now I'm reading this uh, in a little bit of a forceful way because I'm trying to inspire you to get at it in your prayer life. But, but let me read this like uh, this, this man probably would have. How many of us would think that this man is probably in despair a little bit? How many of us would say that this man is really broken? How many of us would say that this man is at his last straw? He's at the end of the thing, right? What about the word weary? That, that's what comes to mind. He has a son that has been destitute, has been ravaged by the world for years, and this, this father is he's broken. Now, I would just ask you, have there been times in your life when you've been broken and weary? When you fought and tried to find solution to things, and, and the more you wrestle against it, the more the thing gets... It just weighs on your heart, right? Anyone ever been there? And it seems like you're so heavy, and your heart's so heavy, and, 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 and this father is just, man, he's broken. And, and teacher, I brought my son to you. Couldn't take him anywhere else. I've tried. I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. Can you see the tears in his eyes? I'm in this room right now. Feel the same level of anxiety and hurt. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. And it foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So ask your disciples to cast it out and... They were not able, and he answered them, oh, faithless generation. Now, now, faithless generations, he's not talking about his disciples. Say, he's not. No. He's talking about the brokenness of the world. Disciples are trying. Well, think about what Jesus said. Uh, He who has a faith of a mustard seed, right, can move mountains, right? It's not about the size of your faith, yo. We have... Pastors and Christians talk about, you need to grow your faith. And yes, you need to grow your faith, but you only grow your faith by having it in the soil of Jesus Christ. Your faith just doesn't grow because of your will. Your faith grows because you get connected to the Lord. That's what the point of this sermon is. Prayer changes me. By the way, we believe in our whole heart that prayer changes our church, 6 a.m. Thursday mornings. And very soon, within this year, by God's grace, we're going to be praying during the sermons too. brought you my son. They were not able, and he answered them, 
O faithless generations, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. Now, now I don't think Jesus is saying like this, bring him to me. Like, I don't think that's it at all. I think that Jesus is, I think Jesus is engaging this guy at the level of his brokenness. And I think the level of his brokenness is Jesus like, I know your pain because he's your son, but if you would understand, I created him. And he's my son way before he was your son. Before the foundations of the world, I created him. And, and I'm hurt because the wages of sin is death and, and is destroying this guy. How many of us believe our God's more like that? Jesus isn't sitting there bashing him, is he? Jesus is broken for him, and Jesus loves him. And I, I believe with my whole heart that Jesus is tender. I kind of wonder if Jesus is like, oh, faithless generation to the scribes and the Pharisees who are trying to contend with the man to find healing. Who in here thinks that the Pharisees and Sadducees are saying, you're not worthy because you're a sinner? And Jesus is saying, like, no, 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 bring him to me. That's the call of a Christian because the Lord wants your junk Thanks for listening to Get Vertical Gal Police. Now we want you to join the conversation. Is God transforming your life through his word? We would love to hear about it. Message us at info at verticalgalpolice.org and find us on social media by searching Vertical Church Gal Police. Join the conversation. You are loved.